Hey guys, welcome to another podcast of Acts of Consciousness. I'm Justin, and I'm here with my co-host... Ryan. Hey man, how's it going? It's going pretty good, pretty good. Uh, do you know what we're talking about today? You're talking about uh, the life and death of Elvis. Death? Don't bring up his uh, okay, death. Okay, okay. That's so rude. The, one, the, the life... wonderful world of Elvis. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my The gosh. life of Elvis. God. Dude, you got it. Yes. No. That's exactly what we're talking about. All right, guys. Strap in, because Elvis is actually a big subject, and Ryan already knows this, but our listeners don't. So I recently took a trip to Graceland, and I want to tell you guys about it, and I was fully indoctrinated with Elvis lore and the wonderful things that make up his life. And details that some of you may not know i don't know if any of our listeners are elvis fans probably you are if you click this or you're just listening to us and we appreciate it but ryan's got some questions for me maybe a little trivia from since i came uh, or went to graceland and uh yeah so let's get started man describe elvis to us ryan in the broad sense all right. Elvis was the king of rock and roll, basically an icon. Um, Thank he, you very much. He got off to a slow start, but over time, people liked him. Do you know um, what got him into music, where he got his start? I know he got his start singing gospel in churches. Yeah, that's right. Um, He's getting his cheat sheet. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He got his. He got to start there. Um. Did you Did you know that his parents bought him a, uh, guitar when he was younger? Yes, I do. You did. Yep. Cool. I actually got to see that guitar. Well, I maybe just a picture of it. Yeah. It was pretty legit. I did actually get to see a lot of his guitars and jump shoots. All kinds of personal possessions, a TV that he had shot a hole in, all kinds of cool stuff, and I hope we get into that. But, yeah, the king of rock and roll, man. I mean, he has, he I don't know how he's he's been so popular, but he just did something that nobody else was doing at the time, and he's just stayed, even after his passing, so uh, part of the culture. It's so crazy. He's still part of today's culture, even though he's dead, been oh, passed yeah. away oh, yeah. since his, 1977. His influence lasted way beyond his music and uh, movies. That he yes. Uh, speaking right. of music and movies, um, how how many? Um, You're already starting sure. with the trivia, man. You're already okay, starting. Okay, with okay. I'll, Go for it. I'll save this. it, man. Hit me. <laughs> Here you okay. Hit me. I'm kidding. That's terrible. How many? Uh, records did uh, Elvis sell? I know that he sold millions, but I don't know, actually. I read he sold one billion records. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. That's how popular he was. Well, let me tell you something that you may not know and maybe our listeners don't know. Shoot. Did you know Elvis was the most photographed individual who ever lived? And still is. I did not know that, but I'm not surprised. There are more photographs taken that are in the archives at Graceland 
of Elvis than Marilyn Monroe or anybody else you can think of. He's the most photographed individual that's ever lived. It's crazy, man. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's pretty uh, cool. Um, do you know what do you know about his movies that you started? Well, that is a subject that I am not too familiar with. I have watched several. I watched Clambake. I've watched Roustabout. I've watched Blue Hawaii. Some of those. I do know. Oh, I watched Speedway. I think that's the name of it. I do know that he did not like the casting or the role that he was playing in a lot of movies. He wanted to be a more serious actor, but all they did was throw attractive girls at him and have him sing at them. I mean, that's basically the plot of the movie. Here's an attractive girl. Let me sing to her. I'll kiss her. Roll the credits. Here we go. Yeah, he um, also, he used uh, his movies to... uh um, I mean, he he really tried to advertise his music in the movies. Well, they actually made music for the movies. Yeah, there's like they made original songs just for the movies. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of good songs that people love came from the movies. Now, did you know one of his? Do you know the his favorite role? My father-in-law who introduced me to all this fandom of Elvis because he really enjoys Elvis um he told me his favorite movie and I cannot think of the name of it but he is a doctor in a kind of slum like a ghetto type area in I think Chicago and he said he really enjoyed that, and Mary Tyler Moore is a co-star in the movie, and he helps uh, sick kids and different people with issues, and they actually help. Uh, oh, okay. The movie's name is Change of Habit, and that was actually his one of his favorite. Now, did you know he also starred in two westerns? Only two that I know of. I I heard about that. Do you know at least one of the names? I do not know the names. I've one, I've never seen the westerns. Well, I've I've only seen one of them, and I don't I saw it on TV, so I'm sure they cut parts out, you know, for TV. But one of them was called the Flaming Star, and the other one was called Charo. And uh, yeah, so we don't really have much to say on the movies because we don't. I don't know as much. Well, Maybe Ryan. What knows. was your uh, what? influenced you to learn about Elvis and watch and uh, to listen to his music well it was several years ago a rock from the sky I'm kidding no okay so a lady that I went to church with actually gifted me a CD a cassette yeah not a CD a cassette tape of Elvis and his classics from when he was younger and so like ain't nothing but a hound dog and uh like uh teddy bear a bunch of different ones but uh i really that was the only influence for a long time i never you know growing up and i know we grew up together i mean you you you're my witness i never really 
got into Elvis, didn't listen to his music. I mean, I lived in southern East Tennessee in the south, and, I mean, he is he's a big influence, don't get me wrong, but, you know, gospel, country music, bluegrass kind of filled that gap. I never really got to explore into Elvis. You actually got me into... Uh, to broaden my musical horizons, like you introduced me to Billy Joel and El, uh, you introduced me to the Beatles and different ones. Uh, so, but we never really got into Elvis, did we? Uh, um, I used to. Ha- well, I didn't own it, but I uh, used to go over to a friend's house, and the lady, she had a this basically model of Elvis, but it oh, sat wow. on this platform and you like could a actually size thing no what? it was like a small little uh model elvis and it sat on this oh, platform wow. and there was this button you could push and he would actually it would actually move around it would sing uh what yeah it, he would sing i believe it was uh, uh roadhouse roadhouse blues i think it was i don't know probably maybe or, jailhouse jailhouse, rock. jailhouse blues jailhouse, jailhouse rock um, yeah, I haven't listened in a while to this stuff. Uh, wow. That's cool, though. I saw all kinds of different knickknacks, souvenirs, dolls, uh, ring, like jewelry. Man, there was so much memorabilia. And people were blinging it. They were wearing it. I mean, people were all decked out in Elvis gear when I went, dude. It was crazy. I even... Uh, at the hotel we were staying at a big bus pulls up all these people come out and they were actually from the UK from United Kingdom I could hear their accents it was actually kind of cool and they were decked out in Elvis stuff man they had the glasses the shirts the necklaces that was cool and they were all talking in British accents I really enjoyed it uh but getting back to what the question you asked previously about where I got my start. So, I mean, that was kind of the start. But the reason I went to Graceland, the reason we're doing this podcast, this topic anyways, because I know you didn't, you weren't a huge fan of Elvis. I know you actually probably, after all this research for the podcast, you have a greater appreciation for him, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it probably won't compare to yours. I mean, well, but yeah. yeah. Well, I actually got to go. I mean, I know you've never been to Graceland. You've never really got to see. Actually, because of, uh, you know, I got married a couple years ago in 2017, and my wife's father, so my father-in-law, he is a huge fan, and he introduced me, and I'd go over there and be sitting around, he'd all of a sudden put on an Elvis movie, and that's the first time I'd ever seen Elvis movies. And uh, he'd like be playing the music. He would... And he he coerced me and my other uh, brother-in-law and his son, my other brother-in-law. I mean, and uh, we all just took a w- long weekend, man, and headed to Memphis, eight hours from where we live. I mean, we drove three hours to Nashville, uh, then another uh, five hours on into Memphis. Did you? Uh get to see stuff like his gravesite and stuff like that yes i'll i'll tell you all about that i know that i've showed you a bunch of pictures but i don't know if i showed you like his memoriam you 
did not. Yeah, okay. Because it's sad. I mean, that actually got to me just a little bit, and I'm not a very emotional person. I guess I am, but so let me start back at the beginning because there was a lot that happened. Of course, my father-in-law had made mixed CDs. You know how you could still go on a computer and make your own CD? Although a lot of people don't do that. They've got all these streaming platforms. Oh, my gosh. So I listened to Elvis all the way there. Wow. I mean, Elvis, a little of Elvis goes a long way. Don't get me wrong. He's amazing. But uh, did but, you um, listen to any of his gospel stuff? I have. That was so my father-in-law, that was one of the first gifts that he gave me was a CD called His Hand in Mine, which is an album, you know, that that. Elvis made of gospel music so I did and I really enjoyed it did you know now here's another thing of trivia for old Ryan and our listeners did you know that what are the things you get for uh, being a musician it's not an Emmy it's a I'm trying to think you know what I mean though the award that you get it's um trying to think yeah I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, I haven't seen one of those shows in a while. Well, it's yeah, but you know what I mean. It's a not a Grammy. It's a I don't know, but you know what I mean. A big award that you get, and all he all he got four of them in his life. All four of them was for gospel albums that he had done. Did you know that? Is that not crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Everybody loved. I mean, he just did so good, and he actually the Jordanaires who he uh, and J.D. Sumter, the bass guy that he was with for years, actually started out as a gospel group. And then when Elvis passed, they continued in gospel. You know what I mean? So that's why it's got such a good southern sound, man. His backup singers were so good. If you really listen, he had a lot of good support. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was reading about his high guy start and gospel i mean he was really influenced yeah and his uh his parents really uh supported him they actually bought him a a guitar to uh practice throughout he uh when he started his career he got a uh, really slow start but but over time um people started to enjoy his music you're right. Yeah, it took a while. You're yeah, right. Yeah, took a long, long time. Now, I know, so we got into town, Memphis, and, you know, we stopped by the main, so there's Graceland, the actual house, and the property separate. There is a, then on the other side of the road, there's all these big museums and where you get the tickets, like their, their public zone. I don't even know what else to call it. A lot of parking, restaurants, you know, kind of like their big zone. And then on down the road on the other side, on the same side as Graceland, it's all on Elvis Presley Boulevard, um, is the guest house. And we went all out, man. We actually stayed at Graceland in the guest house. And it was very good. I I don't really have anything negative to say about my whole trip. I mean, uh, about Graceland. I mean, there were aspects that were not good. but Um, Did you know that Elvis wrote his his first song when he was uh when he was 18 he 
sang his she wrote and sang his first song when he was 18 really i didn't know that yeah but he didn't uh he didn't really get noticed until i think it was like 1953 i think like he did rock. um um i knew it was the early was 50s jailhouse rock i think i believe he I don't st- know. he started out with that song and that song was really popular yeah that's probably yeah. it and i know i don't know Go ahead. yeah he he actually got uh scrutinized for the way he would dance on stage <laughs> I was about to mention that. Yeah. So they said in the tour that I took of Graceland, you know, they had all the memorabilia, and they showed a picture of him on the Ed Sullivan Show, which is a popular program back in the day. And they said after the first show or however long many, they quit filming him from the waist down because of the way his hips were moving and his legs <laughs> and said that was too graphic of content for TV at the time. And now... We've got all this stuff on TV that, you know, it just makes me think, like, wow, how times have changed. Yeah, I mean, you would have people uh, say that he has the devil on the side, man. Yeah. There was actually, I didn't clip this, I should have, but there was actually this one guy that said to him that you have the devil inside of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he turned, he certainly stirred the pot. Yeah, because he was doing stuff like I said that nobody else was doing, but uh, it must have worked because he was by 1956 they said he was on top of the world. He had all these fans support doing these tours. I mean, there was uh, one song he he uh, sang. His uh, producers didn't really um, they weren't too crazy about the song it was called uh in the ghetto you, oh yeah yeah they weren't too crazy I about that like song that song though yeah but it's got a good message i really enjoy it yeah they they didn't even want him to uh release it but he yeah. decided not to listen to him obviously well now we need to back up because i think we gave misinformation because he had to have started before 53 because he was in the war Remember, he actually was singing, and then he had to stop singing and go. He was deployed and spent time in the war. Now, then he came back, and he was worried, you know, that everybody was going to be forgotten about him. And he did, uh, but he came back, and everybody just still picked up right where he left off. You know that. And then the 50s happened, and then, you know, he was, it just blew up. Hmm. He bought Graceland. He bought all these pink Cadillacs, <laughs> you know. You know the stereotypes when you think of Elvis. Um. So, back to my trip. If we want to talk about that, sure. Um. Went to the guest house, checked in, then we went to Memphis, down into the middle, to a place called Beale Street, and Beale Street's their big, uh, big. It's like one long street and it's got all like bb king's uh blues place like it's got all these places you know that people like to visit i didn't really get to walk around because we were we kind of negated bill street we we went around it and took pictures but we didn't walk down it because we were on our way to bass pro and you're like what does this have to do with elvis it's in memphis it's the biggest bass pro 
It's actually the first Bass Pro. It's like a huge pyramid. I loved it. There was a balcony on top. You rode this elevator, and it said it's the largest freestanding elevator in the country. And it once I got to the balcony, the little guy talking in the elevator said it was as tall. I was as tall as the Lady Liberty. And I'm like, wow. Because, you know, I've never been to New York. But um, it was pretty awesome. That sounds and, cool. Yeah, but, okay, on the way to Bass Pro, what I was trying to get at, we passed by this little tiny studio, and my father-in-law pointed over to it, and he's like, that's Sun Records. That's where Elvis got his start. Right. Him yeah. and Johnny Cash and several others. I can't even think of them now. But they all got famous recording at Sun Records. And when I went on the tour, they had several of his records preserved in, like, glass. You know, you can walk around take pictures of them uh, that said Sun Records on them. That's where he, like, in the 50s, like what you're talking about, is where he legitly got, or maybe even before that in the 40s, I don't know. I mean, that, I mean, I know we're not the perfect historians talking about Elvis, but... Well, I mean, it would have been better if we were born in that time, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're Fortunately, right. you know, we weren't. Of course, it would be like 80 now. Yeah. So, or not 80, but it would be like six in our 60s. Somewhere around there. But, Probably. Uh, so we're just going by what, we, by what we've read. Yeah, and what and I what saw. I, what Justin saw. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of it of us. I'm just kind of, I've read some stuff, but I haven't really seen. Right. Well, I mean, like I said, he wasn't a big part of our culture at the time. We were watching Batman the Animated Series. We were watching... Uh, Sesame Street, all this stuff. And grew up, you know, we like we talked in our previous podcast about Disney. We were into Disney. We watched all the VHS Disney movies. We watched Star Wars, I mean, and uh, played video games on the PlayStation 2. Okay, you don't need that. Okay, uh, I'm but getting too wild. Y- yeah. yeah, you're getting off topic. <laughs> I'm just explaining why we didn't love Elvis because probably we're getting a lot of hate right now saying, why were you not worshipping him? Well, I mean, like, well, we just weren't influenced by him at the time. But, um, okay, back on track. Left Bass Pro, went and chilled at the room, and we got picked up and ate at a nice barbecue place called Marlowe's on the same Elvis Presley Boulevard, and it was some of the best barbecue I've ever had. Amazing. And then, you know, we went to bed, woke up, our tour was at 9.15, they, they shuttle you from the, from the guest house to the main ticket booth area, and what was cool is we actually bought VIP tickets, and I got like this little name badge around my, around my neck, I got this uh, wristband, and when the tour guide came, she actually gave us headphones and this little recording device. So if she wasn't within earshot, you could still hear what she was saying about the different things that she was going to tour us in. So we loaded up in another shuttle because, like I said, from the ticket area and all that, their complex to Graceland is right across the street. So we go and you roll through the, the gates of Graceland, you know, the, the famous gates drive up there's the mansion she actually 
pulled us behind the mansion, got us out. She said, behind, this is where Elvis used to park his cars. And uh, my father-in-law said he went back in 1983 when it first was opened up. I think it opened up in 1982 to the public. But he went in 1983, and he said some of the cars were actually still parked in the back at that time. Now they're in that big museum that's across the street, you know, in the complex. We went into this little room. She kind of showed us some memorabilia. And then we, uh, she told a little bit what what's going to happen. Then we walked around and went in the front doors, man. Now, let me warn people who've not been. And those who have been would understand. It is not a big house. Compared to today's mansions, it's a big house, but it's not like a mansion. I don't know how to describe that, but... You kind of know what I mean, Ryan. It's for the time, it was big. It, yeah, I mean everything was different back yeah. then. I mean, and I mean Elvis didn't bigger. build it. He he did decorate it. He bought it from uh, some a uh, farmers and her. Was it her name was Grace? No, they had called it Graceland Farms before, and he just kept the name. I think that's the way it went. I'm trying to remember everything the tour guide said. Of course, I won't. I'll mess it up. People will be like, you're wrong, and you're leading people astray. I'm sorry, but I'm doing my best. You walk in the front room. Do you know what's in the front, Ryan? Since you walk in the first room on the on the right? I, I do not. It is the his seating room, and in the back is his music room. And we weren't allowed to go in there. That's like... We only got to see probably 30% of the house because, I mean, just being honest, like, actually got to walk through. We could peer over into the rooms and see other parts, like there was white carpets in there, man. I, we, we actually watched a thing on the TV in the room. It's called Gr- Gates of Graceland, and it would show behind the scenes for some of the people who actually work there and what is behind the scenes, you know. And there was... It just showed all the detail and, and work that they go into keeping that place spotless, like it is spotless. And even stuff we don't see, there's like this big cabinet in the dining room. The glass is is uh, smoky, so you can't see inside. They said there's silver inside that, silver plates and cups and you know, stuff. They still take that out and polish it like, at least twice a year, even though, you know, nobody even sees it. And they said they clean twice a week. I'm like, wow. I mean, they put a lot of effort into it, the people that are, you know, curating. Now, uh, one thing you may not know that I didn't know, Priscilla Presley does not own Elvis's properties. I actually heard, I've heard that. She is a executor in his I think they her and Lisa Marie which is their daughter right they own I think they own his recording rights or like his you know his album rights or whatever that is and they actually own the physical house everything mm-hmm. else merchandising rights the tour like they don't own that it's crazy so, so who uh, who owns the rights it's kind of like a corporation like more like Elvis Presley Incorporated or something 
I mean, I don't know. It was I know there's just a big group of people, big business, you know. Kind of like Dollywood around here. I mean, the face, it's literally Dollywood. Her, it's got her name everywhere and her face is everywhere. But does she technically own Dollywood? No. She just lends them her name and they give her royalties. And that's kind of how it is. Uh, I think it's called the Hershing Company owns Dollywood. But anyway, it's back to Elvis. Hmm. So, we went through the various rooms. And, of course, you can't go upstairs. They won't let you upstairs like the the sacred zone, you know, where he... You go up the stairs, you turn to the left. I, I, don't, I didn't see it, but I know what's up there. You turn to the left, you go through his little office, then into their bedroom, and then there's the bathroom. And I stood right under the bathroom, and that's where he was found, you know, and passed away. But if you go to the right. right up the stairs, you've got Lisa Marie's bedroom, and then I don't know what else. But uh, we got to see Lisa Marie's window, you know, from the outside. But, and they still live in the house sometimes. They'll come over and live there. So, I mean, I didn't get to see them, but sometimes they said you can actually see them while you're there. I mean, sometimes they're there too, you know what I mean? Pretty crazy. Lisa Marie or or Priscilla, you know, whoever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> th- yeah, there's a lot of stuff that uh, you you know more about than I do. Well, I just physically saw it. I, I want to let everybody know. But, you know, I don't want to be talking everybody to death. Like, oh, well, I did this, then I did this, then I did this, then I did this. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's so much more than my experience. There's, did you know, that's another trivia for Ryan. Uh, well, not trivia, it's a fact. Over 20 million, 22, I think they said, as of now, over 22 million people have viewed Graceland since it opened. I, I did not know that. 22 million. That's a lot, man. I, I mean, that kind of shocked me how many people it was. Okay, going on with the house tour. You know, I don't want to bore you guys to death with all that, but it was a little, it was really cool. All the, You felt like, you were going back in time, Ryan. Like you were literally in 1977. It was pretty cool. All the stuff was left just the way he had it. I mean, it was cool. That's that's pretty awesome. I mean, that must have put, took a lot of work on their part yeah. to uh, preserve I mean, everything. They've got a whole team that does that. And did I mean? Did they? Were you able to like see where he was like born and stuff? Did they have his house? I mean, I've never been to Graceland. Now, they had, like, so you leave the house, you go through, there's this down under den where he had all these TVs set up in his soda bar because he actually never drank alcohol, if you didn't know. He would drink soda. But then you go into the jungle room, and it was cool. It had green carpet on the floor and the ceiling. And he had all these wooden figurines and stuff in there. It was very interesting. It had a waterfall in it. And then you go outside. Here is Vernon's office, his dad. And he kept all the fan art that anybody had ever gave Elvis. It was so cool. Yeah, I read about that. Uh, did you know that uh, he, since he didn't drink alcohol at all, he actually did, he didn't do 
do drugs either. Did you know yeah, that? He did. Yeah. He did prescription drugs. Right. Medication. He um started a would you say it was a, a organization rather or a Yeah, like a foundation. Yeah, like a foundation, excuse me. That actually to like fight like fight against drugs, like standing yeah. up against drugs. And did but, you know uh, he was actually a member of the the DEA, the Drug Enforcement. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking of. Well, Dr- yeah, DEA. part of the government. Like, he was legitly, and another thing, he loved law enforcement. There was, like, this one wall. It was full of badges, the honorary badges and deputy things that people had given him uh, as he would go to their different states or counties. It was really cool. Um, but, okay, you leave Vernon's office. You went. We went to this trophy room that had all this memorabilia, fan art, different stuff. It showed some of his personal possessions. It showed some of the decor that was in the house because uh, previously because Elvis remodeled and repainted, redesigned like three separate times. Now, a fun fact, the original color in the house when he first bought it and redesigned it was electric blue was like a light blue and the only place in the house where that blue is still there is on the back of the closet in his uh, mother's room it's either his mother's or his mini may his little grandmother's room or aunt or whatever she was uh, and that was pretty cool we didn't get to see that but they showed us in that extra documentary thing we watched in the hotel I didn't get to see it because it's in her room you just you're literally just in the hallways, dude. You don't get to walk in the rooms. Um, there's like this path. Is it like, like what, they closed it off. They just yeah, they, in there. they. You can see in, and you can take all the pictures you want. No video, and you're just kind of in the hallways because you know mm. you got all that foot traffic. They wouldn't be able to preserve. You know, people would be trying to grab stuff off. Well, this. yeah, I mean, you know a lot of stuff are. might get broken. Yeah, broken or st- stolen. Yeah, or stone, unfortunately. I was trying to remember the question you used to ask me because I don't feel like I answered it. But I can't remember now because I just kind of went on with my tour and was being disrespectful. <laughs> but I'll be more respectful. Oh, no. That's fun. So, moving on, we left the trophy room and went to a racquetball court that he had built in his backyard. Oh, before that. So, as we're going there, she shows us a pasture and says that they have horses on property and they're all rescue horses that were in bad homes and they they rehabilitate them there and stuff and let them live there but they said he had horses when he was there too he had all kinds of animals and stuff I didn't know idea and he had one horse his favorite horse was called Rising Sun and he actually made its own uh, had people build his own stable for just that horse and he called it the house of the rising sun <laughs> house that, of rising that's, that's, that's cool. cool I love that but uh, what else so yeah the racquetball court everything just uh, he loved racquetball evidently and little people don't know he actually did karate or not not karate but martial arts uh, some of it I can't remember exactly which martial art that he did but he did some martial arts. Um, we left the racquetball court, and 
the last part of the house tour is called the Memorial Garden. And like I said, it kind of it kind of got to me because you know you go around. There's this eternal flame that's in the middle. It's right past the pool, his pool area. They made like a little garden. It's got the gravestone where of his mother. And then, because you may not know this, when Elvis Elvis's mother was buried, and then you know later he passed away. They were not actually buried at Graceland first. Really? No. <laughs> they were buried at Forest Hills Cemetery, and I actually went to it. I did not enjoy that experience because I wouldn't recommend it. Elvis is not there. There's nothing of Elvis that's there right now. But we still went over there because my father-in-law wanted to see where he was buried previously. So, you know, there was a big motorcade that left Graceland when he passed away, and it drove him to Forest Hills Cemetery, and there was this big mausoleum in the back of that cemetery, and they put him in there, and because it was right down from uh, very close to where his mother was buried. But fans kept harassing his mother's grave and, like, trying to break chunks off the concrete of his grave and or off her grave, and... They actually, somebody, they actually, people attempted to break into the mausoleum and steal Elvis's body. They weren't successful, but can you believe that? Like, what the heck? Yeah, uh, that that's pretty pretty amazing. Guess, uh, can you name anybody else? Trivia time for Ryan. What else? Who else? Popular person in history? Did someone try to steal their body? And actually was successful at one point. I'll give you a hint. It was a president. I, I no clue, do you? No. I didn't know either until I watched this weird documentary on the History Channel. Because I, I literally had nothing else to watch. But it was called, it was Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah, they yeah. Stole, you got it now? Did yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Was that not crazy? Yeah. That's but they tried true. to steal... And then there's, like, bars on some of the windows at Graceland, and they said that at the time, Elvis was afraid that somebody would try to come in and kidnap Priscilla or Lisa Marie because at that time people were trying to kidnap celebrities, evidently. So he had those bars and stuff, so that was pretty crazy. But it doesn't take away from the effect. Now, yeah, the Memorial Garden, it shows, you know, his grave, his mother, his father. Um, he, he actually, did you know Elvis was a twin? I I did know that. I did. Yeah, and he died very soon after he was born. Yeah, I I, I did know that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, Can you believe his... Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. Jesse, but... Could you believe that there could have been two Elvises walking around? What the heck? Yeah, no, it's crazy. That's cool. I mean, that, that is crazy. But um, even so, Lisa Marie's son recently committed suicide back in 2019 or 2020, and he was actually buried there mm-hmm. as well. I don't know if you knew that. Did you know that uh, Lisa Marie was... Uh, can't remember if she was married or had a, a boyfriend, but um, I guess it would be married. But um, well, I think 
spit it, it out. Is, uh, <laughs> I think it was more of a boyfriend. I don't think you're actually. I he, know what you're. I know what you're about to say. Just go ahead and say it. You know. You know who I'm talking I about. I know who you're talking about. Michael Jackson. Yep. They yeah. were married. They were married. Yes, they were. Okay. I I couldn't remember. She couldn't handle just being the daughter of the king of rock and roll. She had to go and marry the king of pop. So <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, yeah, they were. That's crazy. Because I had I I I'd heard that, but I hadn't really thought about it till you just yeah. It. When that's I true. When I read it the other day, I couldn't believe it. Pretty cool. Now, we left the memorial. I'm sure someone told me that. Yeah. But we left the memorial. That was kind of the end of the house tour. We went behind the house to this other facility that they've built. And we actually, there's this big room. We actually got to have a hands-on tour and touch some of his personal items. There was a jacket from his DEA he actually wore when he was a drug enforcement, you know, whatever that is. And there was his uh, taking care of business ring. And I, we didn't get to touch that. But you know how much that ring was worth? I was I was inches away from it. $60,000 for one ring. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And, Crazy. Uh, yeah, he had different stuff. Now, Elvis was predominantly Christian, but he did research other religions. And he had all these religious, you know, he was an avid reader. I did not know that. He took, like, literally a, a suitcase full of books every time he traveled. And I didn't know that either. It was pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah, the house tour was really cool. They bring you back from the house. And then our hands-on tour, we actually put on white gloves. I've still got the white gloves. I touched one of his guitars and all that. You come out of that. You go back to the main area that where they sell the tickets in the big complex. You see a bunch of his vehicles, jumpsuits, like I said, all this museum full of stuff, his personal items, very interesting. Then they give us a break, and we got to eat barbecue at that little Vernon smokehouse that's on the property. It was pretty good. Can, um, can you tell me where uh, Elvis was born? Okay, that? that's the question that you asked earlier. I'm sorry. Okay, so in right after you leave Vernon's uh, office, you go into this little place that's conjoined to his office called the Smokehouse or Smoker. Yeah, the Smokehouse. It was like a brick thing. And inside of that, it showed where Elvis had like a little shooting range. You'd literally shoot into there, and you'd see bullet holes in the bricks. But bes- before you got to there, there was this little miniature house sitting there and it said a replica of the house that Elvis was born in and lived in till he moved you know yeah what and do you know the state it was called Mississippi yeah Tupelo Mississippi I know boy don't test me okay. I know I got you and it was very interesting it was very he grew up very poor I mean it looked like a house that you know like one or two rooms I mean, really, it was, it's kind of crazy. It's humble. He had humble beginnings. He really did. And when he made it, he actually bought Graceland for his parents. He said, I want my parents to have somewhere nice to live. Did you know that? He, like, purposely bought that for his mother. I actually did know that. I, I yeah. read that. Um, In yeah, that while? Okay. That's cool. Yeah. He actually was a nice guy. Like, you think, all the, a lot of celebrities you meet, 
they get lifted up in pride or get so much into drugs or just get have a bad attitude or you know sometimes they're not always what you think they would be when you actually get to know them all the people I heard I've actually met several people that personally got to meet him this one woman I met her um, brother used to play football with him in the park uh, Elvis would just invite people and they'd go to the park before the paparazzi would find him you know and ruin it and she got to meet him and she let him sit in his pink Cadillac while they played football and that cool but um he was so nice he would just give he donated okay so when he did that song teddy bear i know you know that one you've heard of that one teddy bear it's I, just it's just a song you may not know but he yeah, did a song I, called I've teddy never bear. heard of it and people fans literally sent him thousands of little teddy bears and they filled graceland and you know while he's still alive this is going on he donated all of those teddy bears to the local children's hospital and like when people would gift him with all a bunch of money or something he would donate like the boy scouts or the salvation army or something like that like he was very generous that's really cool that's really cool and they said surprisingly he was down to earth i mean he was just a nice guy i know that he got into some addictions with not drugs like you said and not alcohol but with prescription drugs and really that was the time when that kind of took a toll well he used a lot of those prescription drugs drugs to uh, help him sleep yes he would have called uh downers to help him down you know the street name for him uppers to help him get up like he lived it got to the point and I believe that's what eventually killed him. It got to the point where he could not function daily without taking several prescription drugs that were technically not good for the body. There was an article I read uh, yesterday that actually listed his um, how he died and the what he died from and the right. what the drugs were. Oh, really? Do you know what the drugs were? I don't. I just, you know, I just know the street slang, but I didn't know. He, he died from uh, codeine, valium, morphine, and uh, dim, dimroll, I think. Wow. I think that's how you say it. I'm sure you're right. But let's back up a little bit, because I actually know the, the circumstances around his death, because they told us that in the tour. Yeah, because then you're right so I don't know if he took all those that day but all those drugs were in his system when they tested right. his blood so and you're there, right. was, uh, there was a lot of conspiracy around that because the, the doctor uh, misreported and they actually the doctor didn't tell them that he died from all that stuff. really yeah the fans the uh, fans actually found out about all that stuff. What? Yeah. I bet that they tried to just keep it out of the out of the news. Oh yeah. But then it, they could not hide it. Wow. Yeah, and um, you know that. Of course, all that obviously ultimately killed him. But you, do you know exactly? You know how how he how he died? Yes. So let me take you back. 
1977, he was returning from a trip to the dentist, believe it or not. Now, some people say that the dentist that he was seeing is someone who also prescribed him a lot of those illegal, not illegal, but medication. Technically, everything that he did was legal. I mean, he he was part of the DEA. <laughs> he He used to pull people over and, you know, search him for drugs like he was an honorary deputy in memphis like he could literally pull you over imagine you're driving down elvis presley boulevard you see a car it pulls up a red light on top of its cab pulls you over and you it walks up and it's elvis presley asking you you know saying you need to quit speeding and stuff and then instead of arresting them you know he would give them an autograph and leave <laughs> it's cool but come home from the dentist late the girl that he was seeing at the time, you know, what they had already, he had already divorced Priscilla. Right, it was the girlfriend yeah, he was I seeing I can't at the remember time. her name, but they were sleeping together. So they walk up. She went and goes ahead and gets in bed. He says, I'm going to stay up a while. At some point, he made his way from his study into the bathroom and maybe took some medications, maybe overdosed. I mean, we don't know. And the next morning, she wakes up she notices that the bed beside her is still made like you know nobody slept in it she walks in and finds him laying there you know unresponsive yeah calls somebody that lives below because those some of his friends actually lived in graceland with them so they called him and he come up some of the people that were already there and they they found him yeah they uh rushed him to the hospital and they actually yeah. pronounced him dead when they got right. there yeah they he wasn't pronounced dead in Graceland, but yeah, I mean, effectively he was already dead. But yeah, it's sad. Now, did you know? You know, they had that big funeral procession and parade. Like, well, I was going to ask you too. I mean, the drugs. Do you know what are the? Well, I guess that. I guess it would be. Uh, yeah, it would be drugs. But you know what? Do you know what uh, they caused? I'm. Mean, you know what they caused to make him die? No, I mean I'm sure if your body starts depending on medication, you're eventually you're killing your liver, you're destroying your pancreas, and I mean he eventually just literally destroyed his body from the inside out. He his probably his organs were shutting down from the morphine. I mean, well, I know morphine will eventually kill your the, organs. The drugs well, after taking all those. It caused a thing called cardiac cardiac, cardiac arrhythmia. 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 Okay, yeah. I got you. And basically, uh, it simply means that he experienced irregular heartbeat. Right. Yeah, I've heard of that. A lot of people who are going to have a heart attack that happens first. So I mean that. I mean, think about you know all that stuff in his bloodstream. It travels right through the heart, man. And I, I know he worked it to death. I know stress at the time. Like, there's all these conspiracy things. We won't get into that. Yeah. Uh, not yet. But we're about to get into some conspiracy was, stuff. Yeah, because the there was speculation that he uh, also uh, could have taken more drugs that killed him. Like, oh, well, for sleeping stuff. I mean, I know he had, brought, he had been using them for years at that point. So, yeah. I just don't know. I mean, there's all these, uh, all of these conspiracies, dude. You want to go down that rabbit hole? Um, what time are we? I at? was gonna find some stuff for that, but 
I don't really want to bore everyone with the conspiracy That's theories. That's what's cool, though, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't really hold much water to it. Well, I mean, you're right. You think okay. about it. There's actually a lot of evidence. So I've got this crazy guy I work with who literally believes Elvis is still alive. A lot of people do. A lot of people what, do. What he would be do. like in his 80s, and he still technically could be alive. I've heard people say that, and I thought they were joking, but they don't they joke. Legitly believe. Legitly believe. But there's, I mean, I've seen videos on YouTube and other yeah. places, and they just really don't hold any water. Well, you're right. I mean, I technically don't believe that he's still alive, but it's fun to think about if he was. Yeah, it is. It is kind of fun to think Because those same people who believe he's still alive, uh, they could be the same ones who don't believe in the moon landing or don't believe that the earth is round. Yeah, well, don't want to get in that stuff. No, we won't get into that. But um, jumping in that rabbit hole for a second, there was a show on in the 80s, and it was hosted by Bill Bixby, who was actually a personal friend of Elvis. He was actually the star of the TV series The Hulk, The Incredible Hulk, the old one. And he hosted it, and it was legitly a conspiracy special. And all these people had all this evidence that showed that he was still alive. There's a picture that shows looking in and uh, that one of those rooms in Graceland, and it literally looks like him sitting behind the screen. Like he's literally sitting there. There is all kinds of different stuff that kind of... He had ties with the government. He could have gave himself plastic surgery. He could have, you know, he could have paid. He had millions of dollars. He could have paid all that stuff. A lot... Now, here's another thing. Did you know there's only one photograph that's in existence taken of him in his coffin? when he passed away. I did not know that. A reporter, you know, no cameras were supposed to be in there. He snuck in, snapped a shot, ran out of there. And he has the only photo, and it's online. You can look it up. And a lot of people, though, that said when they passed by his body that were actually there paying their respects at that time in 1977, they said he did not look like himself. They said that could have been fake body and I don't know that's too much I don't believe that a lot of people think oh, it was wax or something I mean I mean you don't know but like I don't personally believe that but there's a lot of stuff to support and there's even this man who lives in Arkansas who is a preacher a pastor of a church in Arkansas and his name is Bob Joyce there are a lot of people that believe he is actually Elvis. He, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you can do your own research. That's all I'm going to say about that. But, I mean, I personally don't believe. But there's a lot of stuff that guy I work with just showing me a lot of videos and stuff. It's very convincing. I mean, you could almost be like, what the heck? Down to his, it, people have taken pictures of Bob Joyce and tried to compare his jawline and, all the stuff that plastic surgery couldn't have altered, you know, but it's kind of crazy. But I, I mean, I, I just, I, don't, I really don't know why people waste their time on that stuff. I mean, it it's just, just fun. People I do. know it just goes 
round and round, and nothing really comes of it. I mean, you're basically talking about some dead guy that, well, you know. Okay. Why are you out in the woods still searching for Bigfoot? Come on. Well, I wouldn't be out in the woods. Come on. For... That's the same kind of thing. You know, there's people still out there trying to find Bigfoot. It's just no, kind of a they're, conspiracy they're in, thing. They're insane, too. <laughs> Ryan, you just killed a whole, a whole audience base. All of our Bigfooters, you just yeah, well, ruined it. They're we'll, just signed they'll off. Just, they'll they'll just, just have to. They're gone. They'll just have to get over it. <laughs> Ryan, they're gone. You just lost some of our audience. I'm sorry. He's probably still out there <laughs> bouncing around on the tree limbs. Oh, He's yeah. He's still hooping and hollering out just, in the woods. You just uh, keep waving that. Dude, he's out there probably. Who knows? Loch Ness is still floating oh, okay, around somewhere. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting off okay. topic. It's We're the same kind of deal, though. Just conspiracy stuff. But, yeah, I did all that stuff at Graceland. I really enjoyed it. Now, what were some other things? I want to kind of end the podcast. I know we're getting long. We're almost an hour probably, right? But I want to end with some trivia stuff that I found out that Ryan may not know, you may not know, and I'm going to try to help hurry and uh, think of some stuff. Okay, Ryan, Mr. Elvis, I did some research five minutes before the podcast, and now I know everything. Not really. I'm Much just kidding. Fun. Ryan actually worked hard to learn about Elvis, and I appreciate that because I know, you know, I went and listened to this tour guide and paid money to fill my head full of this information, but Ryan actually had to go do the research, so. But let's see if we can stump him. <laughs> he just rolled it. He just shook his head. He's like, oh, my goodness. He's bracing himself, actually. He's clenching the chair right now. <laughs> but he's squeezing his yeah. butt cheek. I'm kidding. That's terrible. We're keeping it PG. All right. And I just are, lost my mic. I yeah. just lost my mic. Okay. You're telling me not to drop my mic. Oh, my what gosh. Do do? The first what podcast. Do you, what do you do? You guys may hear in our first podcast, I'm actually being rude to Ryan one time, and I say, quit playing with your mic. And here I am literally having to refix my mic to the table. Like, we're not got a legit desk yet. You know what that is? That's karma is what that is. It's karma. I'm getting it back right now. You're right. Yeah. It's crazy. Except I just touched my mic. (laughs) You completely dropped it. Dude, it's like it almost hit the floor if I wouldn't have grabbed it. Yeah, well. Sorry about this, guys. We're uh, not professionals. We're just uh, just getting started. While wow, he's trying to fix his uh, yeah. microphone. <laughs> it's taking forever, isn't it? What the heck? Yeah. Okay. Trivia. What was Elvis's original hair color? I was gonna go. I was gonna go. I was gonna go with uh, brown, but brownish blonde. You got it. Kind of blondish. Yeah, you got it. So I'll give you that one. Um, yeah, and he colored his hair black because he thought that looked better on camera, you know, or in pictures and stuff. But he he thought it it looked better. So, um. Did you know Elvis, this is not trivia, but just a fact, was the first performer to ever go on a satellite, yeah, the satellite projection, you know, f- filming of a concert. What was it called? It was in Hawaii. Okay. 
my wife like secretly yelling is yelling from across the room giving me hints because she grew up more around elvis i should have we should have included her on the podcast but we've only got two mic spots right now <laughs> maybe eventually we'll you know maybe she should different equipment and mine. stuff we'll we'll include you'll get to meet my wife sometimes but i really came away from my trip to graceland with a lot of respect for him i don't worship him i mean there was some crazy stuff like you see some of those movies and fan stuff like they went crazy over him did you know in that parade i was going to tell you this earlier when he was leaving to go to that forest hill cemetery all that commotion there were thousands of people on the sidewalk you know as they're driving through one woman actually ran out into the street and was crying and wanted to go and she got ran over and killed when they were doing that i was like wow like she got crazy like there's it was so wild like you don't even see that much today of how much people like literally worshipped him. It's so crazy. Um but yeah, I mean we're not worshiping him, but we are honoring him because he was a big part of uh history. He and he still is a big influence today. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because yeah, and we just want to thank you guys for listening and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast about Elvis. Hope it made all your dreams come true. No, Ryan just rolled his eyes. But, um, yeah, guys, and I'll leave it to Ryan to close us out. <laughs> yeah, um, I, we both definitely learned a lot. I know I definitely learned a lot. And um, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. And we hope you guys listen again. Thank you very much. And I, I would also like to thank my father, um, he bought us a, he, well, me, but he also uh, shared with uh, Justin uh, my uh, interface yeah, for he, he purchased, this podcast. Yeah, he, he really helped us a lot. And yeah. Yeah, we just do want to say thank you. He helped uh, support the podcast from the beginning. Yeah, he bought some equipment for us uh, to help us get started because we didn't have a lot of money in the startup process of this. And, uh, yeah, we just wanted to thank him. So, yeah. yeah, thank you. So it, it really helped us out a lot. Exactly. But, okay, guys, I think that wraps up another episode. So this is episode number three of Acts of Consciousness. We did talked about Disney. We've talked about Star Wars, which is now an extension of Disney, if they don't ruin it. And uh, They already did. The be- <laughs> yes. And then Elvis Presley. So I'm signing off with a thank you very much. You're a wonderful audience. Thank you. Thank you guys so much.